0: Wow, look at this. Girls Gone Wild, except it's not a reality show where it's fake. This is real. When it happened, oh, where all the bar hopping goes on. Lower East Side on the Weekend, Ludlow Street. That's right, all kinds of hipsters and millennials, except here, ho oh, at Belfry's. Belfries, look at this. They're tearing it up. You know it was over? A dollar seventy-five cents. Look at them. Over-the-counter, ripping it up. They attacked the employees. No police. No police. And, by the way, uh, Mayor Eric Adams, he must have had jet ski lag. You know, he was on that jet ski all weekend long there. Rum, 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 rum. Trying to be David Hasselhoff in uh, Baywatch. No Eric Adams. No police. They basically tear the mother up. And nobody gets arrested. No masks, no mask, no, no, no. And they're loud and proud about it because they know where is this? Ludlow Street. Let's not in the Bronx, not in Queens, not in Brooklyn, not in Staten Island. It's in Alvin Bragg, Turnem Loose Land. You see, you could be a customer and tear the mother up. And guess what? In Alvin Braggland, where he's the D.A., he cuts you loose. But remember the story of the bodega owner on 139th and Broadway, same day in which some guy comes over the counter and starts pushing him and harassing him because he didn't like the way his old lady was treated because she had the snap card and it didn't work. And he told us, sorry, you got to put everything back. And then she tore the outside up, but he came over the counter. And then that bodega owner took that knife and went, bam, bam, bam. Well, he's up on a murder charge. Now, imagine if any of the employees here had fought off these girls gone wild. What do you think would have happened to them and Alvin Braggland? They would have all been prosecuted. They would have been charged with assault, with battery, intent to do harm. And if any one of them had died, doesn't matter across the counter, outside the counter, in the street. They'd have been looking at triple life without parole. This is New York City in chaos. This is in the heart of party land in New York City. The Lower East Side. Trendoids. freakosoids, Jet setters. Hipsters. Millennials. Generation. XYZ. Whatever. And there are no police. No police around. So now... What would you do? You'd have to adopt Curtis Leeward style rules and regulations that I did when I was a night manager at Mickey D's on Fordham Road in Webster in the late 70s. You came over that counter, you were a dead man, dead woman walking. That's right. We beat the hell out of you, drag you in the back, put you in the freezer. Now, not Goodfellas style, we wouldn't hang you upside down but you'd be freezing your tookus off because the cops then, just like now, would take a month of Sundays before they get there. Everybody's got to know, you could go mad crazy in the lobby, but when you cross that counter, ha, <laughs> that's the DMZ. Your are ours. Oh, I hate, I loathe, I despise. 50 cent, 50 cent, 50 cent. First off... How dare you, 50 Cent, be rocking that interlocking N.Y. New York Yankee cap when you were birthed as an evil seed in Queens? I would think you'd be rocking the Mets cap, right? But no, you got to be rocking the Yankee cap. That's strike one. Strike two, 50 Cent celebrating your 47th birthday. Does that, does that mean we got to listen to your song, In the Club, In the Club? I ain't listening to it. But that's, that's where you, you generated a lot of your fame. So you're 47 years old. Mm, you know, you culturally appropriated my name. I'm 68. So I was Curtis before you were Curtis Jackson, a.k.a. 50 Cent. Now, I will grant you that most times a guy has a name Curtis it's an African-American. Very rare white boy is named Curtis. But I was Curtis first. Now, all of a sudden... You got bragging rights because when you went in Southeast Queens, you said, yo, I was slinging crack outside of the Rochdale uh, co-ops there in Southeast Queens. And all of a sudden I got shot nine times, nine times. Let me see. No, whoa, hold on. Nine times and I survived. Sliwa only got shot five times and he survived. And that was the Howard Beach crew of Gambino's. Let me tell you something. We know who came to cap you. And that was Ja Rule and his crew. That's the word in the streets of Southeast Queens. And then all of a sudden, you were out of sight, out of mind. You dummied up. You P worded up. And now let's look at something else. All of a sudden, you became a stockholder and promoter. What was that, that vitamin water drink, Vita water, or uh, some crap like that, in which you had everybody bamboo, so, you know, they put food coloring in tap water, and you would charge like mad money, and you became a zillionaire along with a whole bunch of other guys from Queens and Brooklyn and the Bronx. You got over like a fat rat, and then Coca-Cola bought out, what was that, Vita water, Vita water, vitamin water, whatever, for $4 billion dollars. Man, you suck at the white man there, right? You got over like a fat rat. But here it is. You're 47. You're chilling and illing. You declared bankruptcy because you disparaged a woman. You actually shamed her out. You you were guilty of lampooning her in a way that you should have paid. And so you declared bankruptcy. So you get over every which way, 50 cent. But let me tell you. When you make it to the half-century mark, then you might have some props. Then you might have some street cred. But just remember, Fiddy, I was Curtis before you were Curtis Jackson. I got shot five times by the Gotti's Gambinos before you got shot, who they say was Ja Rule and his homies in Southeast Queens. I stood. I didn't run. You up, you left. Then you promoted that 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 water in a bottle with food coloring, and you and your partners, you and your potsy got $4 billion from Coca-Cola. I would suggest you are the luckiest man alive because you've been getting over like a fat rat for 47 years. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Oh, it seems like a replay. Except this is real, not like the movie George in the late 70s, the Spielberg movie. No, 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 no. This is the real deal. Let me tell you why so many sharks out there in the ocean. Not just the great whites. In fact, they've already done their damage from Florida, up the coast of North Carolina, up the coast all the way to, uh, well, actually off of Connecticut. Now they're headed to Cape Cod and Martha's Vineyard because they want to taste the blood of liberals and progressives who already are so fearful of them they won't even put their toes in the water. And I'll tell you how it got like this, whether they were hammerhead sharks, small sharks, middle sized sharks, large sharks like the great white ones. Look, they have no politics sharks. They took a chunk out of some young lady's thigh in Florida. She lost her leg after she had punched that shark in the schnoz. She had been trained to do that. She poked the shark's eyes like the three stooges would poke one another. Everything they tell you what to do when you're under attack by a shark. And guess what? The shark still got a leg. Thankfully, she survived. Then there was the case of the lifeguard out in Suffolk County, a guy named Rocco, rough and tough. He's a lifeguard and there aren't enough lifeguards. So Immediately, they started training for shark attacks. So he pretended to be a victim out in the Atlantic Ocean or Suffolk County of having been attacked by a shark. And the other lifeguards are swimming out there. They're going to all of a sudden tie up his arm with a tourniquet, and they're going to swim him back to shore. Except while they were doing that, a real shark attacked him and bit him in his chest, bit him in his arm, and almost took him down to Davy Jones's locker. So why all of the sharks now? Well... The EPA has done its job. That's right, the Environmental Protection Administration, that so many people hate, because they stopped the dumping of raw sewage offshore. And that raw sewage included hypodermic needles, uh, tampons, depends, the whole nine yards, and it would just wash up on shore. So the EPA said to New York and New Jersey, especially, you're not doing it anymore. You're not taking raw sludge 115 miles off the ocean crest, out past Atlantic City and dumping it out there. Because then the sharks didn't come in here because, let's face it, with the flotsam and jetsam and the polluted water, there were less fish to feed on. Now the waters are relatively clean. And the sharks keep procreating and populating to the point where they're going to swim almost up on the shore because it's clean water. And they can see you as you can see their fin. But have no fear. The worst place in the world to be shark bait if you're swimming is an island off India. It's called don't swim off the the shark island. That's right. They don't permit you to swim because they've had dozens of people gobbled up by the sharks who are procreating and copulating as we speak. Word to the wise, if you're fearful of sharks, stay out of the water And watch Shark Week. Remember, that's what Donald Trump was uh, watching in that bungalow in Beverly Hills outside of the Beverly Hills Hotel. When all of a sudden, who was that? Sultry Vixen, the prostitute who came to see him, who said that his male member looked like a mushroom. You remember that story. What were they doing? They were watching Shark Week. The whole world watches Shark Week. You may not want to swim in the waters, though. Oh, what did we learn over the weekend? Other than that, uh, Mayor Eric Adams, the swagger man who has no plan, no plan to fight crime, who was uh, on a jet ski. So he's suffering from jet ski lag now all weekend long. While over 51 people were shot all throughout the city of New York, nine dead approaching Chicago. Chicago had 68 shot, eight dead. We're competing with Chi-Town with Mayor Lightfoot, Featherhead, whatever her name is. But the point being is, the mayor was too busy on a jet ski trying to be uh, Hasselhoff on Baywatch, right? Put that aside. So we're back to business after July 4th. It's Tuesday morning. The mayor's back into doing his visits. He sends an advance team out. Every elected official does that of significance to president, senators, governors, mayors. Before they go to a location, sometimes the day before, they send out scouts scout out the area. What's it like? What's the best place to put the podium? Is there traffic in the area? Are we going to get attention? Where can the media position its microphones? Where can we put the podium? All of that has to be done by an advance team. You don't need cops to do that. Well, hold your horses. You may need cops to do it now because right outside the Brooklyn Navy Yard, this uh, okey dokey white boy who is like an advanced guy for the mayor, he's about 38 from Manhattan. He's checking out the area, and two homeboys surround him from the nearby project. One on foot, one on a city bike. Want to bet they stole that city bike? And so all of a sudden they say, Yo, this is a hold up, your money or your life. And the white boy, the aide, the camp, the mayor, the advanced guy said, Oh no, you can't do this to me. Oh, Eric Adams is the mayor. I work for the mayor. When he hears about this, he's going to get mad. And they they pimp slapped him down on the ground. They stripped him like you would strip a carcass in the Mojave Desert. They put a boot to the back of his head. The description was two black guys wearing blue. Huh? They're Crips. They're Crip gang members. And they're defiant of the mayor. He warned them in advance. I'm the mayor's homeboy. You mess with me, the mayor's going to get you back. You know something? I've been waiting all day to hear from Eric Adams. Hey, let's face it. He's suffering from jet ski lag. Imagine you could approach the mayor's aide de camp, pimp slap him down, rob him. There are no consequences, especially the Brooklyn D.A., Eric Gonzalez. Man, he's probably going to send you to a diversion program if they ever catch him. And this all coming on the heels of an NYPD civilian employee who's taking the train down to one police plaza at 11 o'clock at night to do her ship, and then a maniac, a crazy guy, takes her and rams her head right into the pole, right into that subway pole. She fract- he fractures her entire eye socket, and he disappears. And you say to yourself, Maybe you're not even safe if you work for the mayor, not even the inner circle of the mayor, not even as a civilian worker from the NYPD, not even as a member of the NYPD. Because you see, everybody knows in the streets that Mayor Adams sells what we call wolf tickets. He's all bark and no bite.